0: Welcome to the Big W Podcast. I'm Kevin Hillier. It is a packed program. This is our season review part one. We're going to do it in two parts. This one will include the president of the football club, Martin Carter, the CEO, Mark Penaluna, and our list and trophy winner in uh, Tommy Gribble. So this is a packed one. And then in uh, in part two, which we'll uh, release in a, uh, a week after this one, uh, we'll have Mark Choco-Williams and our skipper, Michael Sodomaco. So a two-part season review. Enjoy this one. And we do that with thanks, of course, to the Australian Building Company. been terrific supporters of the podcast right through the year. Uh, they're doing uh, great Australian homes at affordable prices, You can check out uh, the quality of their work at their display home at New Haven Display Village up at Tarnit. Uh, Also Skybus, if you're after fast, frequent, affordable and uh, special uh, prices for Werribee members, uh, check out Skybus uh, with the three stops uh, around the local area. Cryo Waste Management, uh, clean, efficient and sustainable waste management services and of course our terrific uh, social venue that is Churnsides by the River where the Bruce Montgomery Trophy Night will be on Wednesday the 25th of September. But Let's get into this season review. The CEO is on the way, the Liston Medalist is on the way but let's start with the President. All right off the bat here on the uh, Big W podcast, let's talk to the president of the Werribee Football Club, uh, the recollections of uh, season uh, twenty nineteen. Hello, Martin Carter, how are you going?
1: Hi, Kevin Hillier, how are you doing yourself on this wonderful Wednesday morning? <laughs> I'm
0: good. Look, it's been uh, it's been sort of three or four days of uh, of ups and it is the absolute football roller coaster that you've been on the last couple of uh, days, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think we've all been on that roller coaster. I've never seen. So much support for every football club as we did Sunday, with everyone cheering in the stands when we hit the lead and looked like holding on, but then that roller coaster bottomed out and the Big Dipper dipped. But uh, we've achieved a lot throughout the season, so we're pretty proud of of how far we've come.
0: Uh, and and I guess that's that's uh, when you get that little bit of breathing space between uh, you know the herd of Sunday and then uh, and then the elation of what happened on uh, on at the Liston uh, Trophy with uh, with Tommy and uh, and Jake Riccardi winning uh, his medal and then the five boys making the team of the year uh, you get a little bit of breathing space a chance to kind of look back and go wow um have you be pretty proud a pretty proud president right now
1: I think we're all proud top. From top down, bottom up. I'll just put that in perspective what happened at the Liston. We had two tables on Monday night. Um, I sat next to Peter, probably Jake Riccardi, um, Michael Barlow, and a number of others, and the players had a table. But the United has won this group, and I think we've got to really take our hats off to Mark Williams, Michael Barlow, the coaching group, the support staff, the volunteers. If I come back to the Liston, you mentioned Tommy Gribble winning by eight votes. That hasn't been done for quite some considerable time. Michael Barlow also ran equal fourth. Jake Riccardi got the round of the Mitchell medal as the rising star of the VFL. And we have 15 clubs in the VFL, and yet we were able to secure five spots of the VFL team of the year out of 24. So that's 21%. You know what I'm like, with yeah. that. 21% of the team were from Werribee in a 15-team time. Remarkable. What, what, what a night it was and just really topped off how far we've come as i tell
0: said. The year started, I mean, with the change of coach, uh, with the the facility obviously uh, in, its, in its second year of operation. Uh, we had the JLT game, so... When you look back on it, there's an enormous amount happened at, uh, at Avalon Airport Oval in, in the last uh, sort of nine months.
1: Uh, there has been, but uh, it's been a long time coming. I spent this morning actually with the CEO of the city of Wynd- Wyndham just looking through how we strengthen our relationships, how we go forward from here being a, a one-team club and how we keep promoting the fact that there's next-generation academies we're showcasing our facility. You mentioned uh, AFL, uh, JLT matches, AFLW. We've had a triple-header TAC, NAB Cup uh, event, so six teams being showcased at our magnificent facilities. We've got sites by the River up and running. Um, there's non-stop usage on our ground, and we are considered a major event centre.
0: Uh, the, and that uh, that that brings enormous challenges with it in terms of uh, resources, and that's that's obviously the ongoing challenges to have the the expertise and the uh, and just the uh, the physical amount of people to be able to to run all those things.
1: Yeah, that's right, Kevin. There's a lot more than that that goes into it besides the operational side. You've also got the financial side. So whilst we're showcasing our facilities and our facilities for the. City of Wyndham in particular, being a multicultural, uh, thriving metropolis, the facts are a number of these showcases, we don't get anything out of it. So with it comes the financial challenges of having to pay off our share of the pavilion, the churnside Pavilion, and also manage our resources accordingly to make sure that they don't get burnt out. And I know that I go back nine months ago with the appointment of Mark Williams, Within his first month, he very quickly realised that we need more volunteer support. So that's a path that we'll embark upon. One of our board members, Bernadette Ennis, has been charged with getting the structure right with volunteers for next year. There are a lot of people that want to help out, but they've got to have specific roles, and that's how we can manage our facilities at Avalon Airport, Oval, Churnside Pavilion. We'll go from strength to strength, but I've got to tell you, it's tough. Yeah. The North Melbourne parted ways with us. Carl Delina and myself had a conversation April 24th, two years ago, that we would go our own ways. It was time for us to forge our identity and our identity in the fastest or second fastest growing metropolis in, in Victoria, the Growth Corridor of the City of Wyndham. We decided to part ways, but North Melbourne were providing a tremendous amount as far as financial capacity and financial stability for us. They're also providing marketing support, IP support, strength and conditioning, and obviously paying for their own players. So it's it's meant that our financial viability has not been been tested as such, but we need more people to come on board and support us from the city of Windham, from our community. Uh, We need them to spend a and we need them to get involved.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think uh, you, you touched on the board too, and we should uh, mention uh, it, it. It's not a thankless task, but it is a very difficult task, and it is a very challenging task to be a member of a football club board.
1: That's certainly correct, Kevin. And it comes with it uh, your responsibilities. Nowadays, governance and compliance, not that it has been put on the back burner in the past, but we are considered the benchmark of the VFO. So we've got a subcommittee that looks at compliance, governance, audit, risk, etc., and that's all they do. Yeah. So we're going to make sure that we're not only protecting ourselves and in the interests of the football club, but we are actually controlled by our members. So we're responsible to our members, and what we're doing at this stage is paving the way for the future.
0: Martin, it's been a terrific uh, season in many, many ways. We get the chance to celebrate it at the uh, Bruce Montgomery Trophy Night uh, to sort of put the uh, put the icing on the cake and uh, tie a little ribbon around the season and uh, and and see it off in in uh, style. Look forward to uh, joining you on that night to us uh, to celebrate the season. We thank you for your time on the podcast today.
1: Wonderful, great to be involved in the podcast. They've been a real success. We look forward to them going forward in two thousand and
0: twenty. Thanks, so mate. Thanks for your
1: support too, Kevin.
0: Been a pleasure. On the Big W podcast, uh, let's catch up with the uh, CEO of the Werribee Football Club and get a look back at the uh, 2019 season, Mark Penaluna, Welcome, Mark. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, any time, mate. Now let's uh, talk. I mean, the the rawness of the of the loss on the weekend is still uh, still there. Uh, obviously, been covered over a little by Tommy Gribble winning the the liston and the success of the boys in the team of the year and Jake's Fothergill round medal. But uh, when you look back on the on the twenty nineteen season now, as opposed to probably how you felt in March, how are you feeling about it?
2: Well, I don't think it's pretty hard not to be feel proud of the sense of achievement of what is a collective group we've been able to put together, Kev, from where we were um, 12 months ago to where we are at the moment. Um, you know, I'm not uh, ecstatic, but I'm very, very happy with what we've done and uh, hopefully it's a, sending a really strong foundation for the club to, um, to become a uh, very much a power within the VFL.
0: A lot of people talk about expectations and uh, and and we have public expectations. We have internal expectations. Have you exceeded the internal expectations this year now that you look back on it?
2: Well, we didn't actually set what what the expectations would be as far as um, what our targets were, but from my own personal perspective, it was yeah. to to make finals. It's um, to continue our community participation and our leadership role within there. Uh, continue our infrastructure facilities and, uh, and, and, make a profit. So I think we're going to be ticking all those boxes. Um, but you know, once you reach the finals and you win five in a row and there's a glimmer of hope there about what ifs. Um, obviously the, the, the win against Box Hill was fantastic and then to get so, so close to get this and, um, and to be in front with only, uh, 90 seconds to go, you, you do build yourself up. But on the whole, I think, yeah, we, um, certainly, would have exceeded our expectations
0: absolutely. Uh, have you changed kind of the parameters of uh, of where the club uh, sits in the in the sort of uh, scheme of things, given the JLT games earlier in the year and uh, and the fact that we were able to showcase uh, the facility and and uh, what the club has to offer in that area, as well as obviously what we achieved on the field.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I think if you ask AFL head office and where they see the Werribee Football Club from now against where we were several years ago, um, showcasing double-header uh, VFL matches here for the first time, triple-header TAC Cup matches, as you said, AFLW, JLT matches. Uh, all these sorts of things to show that we're very much one of the leaders um, probably within the VFL in that perspective as far as having the ability to, to to play those games here. And it's something that we're talking further on about what are the other opportunities. And, and I know that obviously Council listed as, as the major sports venue for Wyndham and we're talking to them about potentially other opportunities might be in, on the sporting front as well
0: what about the uh, the the day-to-day pressures of running a club uh, that sits in a you uh, a uh, in an elite competition but doesn't have unfortunately elite uh, elite resources to, uh, to to compete in uh, in that level out have you kind of uh, judged that as we've gone along this year
2: um, yeah that's really been an evolution Kev. I recall when we when I first started here in 2004, and at turnover 650k, our player budget was $100,000 um, because that was the, the, the situation we're in from a financial point of view. We're obviously pretty heavily in debt, and um, to where we are now, and turning over two million, uh, triple that. Um, but the challenges are always there as far as meeting the demands of VFL football. Um, yeah, you know, the, the high performance situation and all those sorts of things that if we want to compete and ultimately hopefully be successful at this level of competition, you, you do need to invest and we all you know need the members and um, and all the rest of them to, and sponsors et cetera, to get behind us and and try and compete as well as we can at this level.
0: And and I mean when you start talking about those figures and how much they've changed in in what is relatively a short amount of time, uh, that's the uh, the kind of ongoing pressure that that's not going to get any easier, is it?
2: No, it's not, there No, no, it's um, it's something that uh, we only had a, a meeting, um, yesterday in relation to that, and um, yeah, there are there are fiscal challenges for the club in in the short term. Um, obviously moving from uh, a standalone, we're in a standalone environment now to to having a full line with North Melbourne, and you know, talking a differential of three fifty k, uh, in between time we've got um demands to um regarding this facility that um we're invested in. Um, but you know, the longer term plans that we have for the club and uh, and looking for external revenue opportunities uh, are very much going to be there and it's great that we look at the short term. We have short term strategies but very much focus on what the long term strategies are as well.
0: Mark, uh, well done on the year uh, up to date, and uh, obviously uh, we've got a, a night actually where we can sit back and uh, and appreciate uh, what has been achieved in the year. The presentation night uh, for the Bruce Montgomery Trophy coming up on uh, Wednesday, the twenty fifth. So look forward to that night. Well done on the year so far. Uh, enjoy. Uh, I know it's it's sort of bittersweet this week in many ways, isn't it? With Tommy winning the medal and, uh, oh, and losing yes. on the weekend. And,
2: and sorry, I didn't touch on that. Give okay. it um, Tom to win uh, the list of medal and. Um, to, to get a Geelong boy down here and, and to leave Geelong and to, and to win a listed uh, medal with us. is a, a little bit on the reverse where we were 10 years ago where um, obviously Pods had won a listed medal for us in the following year with Geelong. And then obviously Pods won an AFL premiership and, and Jake, uh, Jake Ricarding winning the go round with number 32, the same number as Josh Corbett the year before.
3: Yeah,
2: And the had five team of the year. is um, a wonderful effort by um our football department, led by Stewie Valak and Mark Williams.
0: We're, uh, we're going to talk to Tommy Gribble next on the, on the podcast. Uh, uh, there is the likelihood that uh, the team will be uh, uh, fairly uh, heavily uh, shopped around, I would imagine, in terms of uh, AFL clubs knocking on the door of some of these blokes.
2: Yeah, yeah there's, um, there's quite a few being looked at, I know of. So um, it's, uh, it's great for uh, the club and certainly uh, even better for the individuals. So uh, hopefully that, uh, that can happen for them.
0: Good on you, Mark. Thanks for your time.
2: Thanks, Kev. Great job, mate. Thank you.
0: On the Big W Podcast, the uh, Liston uh, Trophy Night, uh, the Liston Medal Night was a bit of a surprise for everyone at the Werribee Football Club and a very good night for the club and a man who uh, certainly enjoyed the spoils of it is the uh, 2019 JJ Liston Medalist uh, and Trophy winner. It's Tom Gribble. Hello. Gribble, how are you?
3: Thanks, Kev. Yeah, now I'm well, obviously, and a bit uh, sleep deprived from the past few days, um, coinciding with the loss and um, having a few beers over that, and um, yeah, obviously, celebrating the list a a little bit, not over the top, but um, yeah, a little bit with all who attended on the night, it was nice, so the phone's been going off the hook, and yeah, it's been a bit of a hectic couple of days.
0: Sort of a bittersweet, funny kind of uh, roller coaster ride, isn't it? Really, because I mean, there was the the absolute devastation of uh, what happened on Sunday and the way it happened, and then uh, on Monday, while well, you're kind of coming to grips with that, uh, you know, uh, Jake wins the Fothergill Round Mitchell Medal, and then uh, you know, five of you get named to the team of the year, and then you win the list.ing Yeah, it's
3: it's certainly a roller coaster of emotions, um, and yeah, you look back at Sunday, and it was. The absolute pits, and it still is really. Um, I yeah didn't uh, didn't enjoy that one bit, and then you you know, as I said in my speech, I think there was, was a couple of us or a few of us sitting around at uh, Cogo's joint having a couple of views and stuff, and you know, looking at the night as we uh, you know, was we'll just rock up, and then me and Sonic were going to get out of there straight away, straight up to the speech and um, that was the plan. Rock up to work the next day, and then one thing leads to another, and. Um, yeah, like, obviously, huge for Rico, huge for the club. Um, yeah, and like some, some sort of consolation, I suppose, for what did happen Sunday. But, really, it's, Sunday is what we all play for. And, unfortunately, we didn't get what we all wanted or desired out of it. But um, we move on. And, uh, yeah, I, you look at the, the events of Monday, Arvo, with Danny Crawley and stuff, it puts a little bit of things, puts a few things into perspective yeah. anyway. So. Yeah, bloody um, yeah, not the bell, and then all the sun comes up the next day, and we can have another crack next year.
0: Yep, yeah, no, that's exactly right. Uh, even though you did see the sun come up on Monday, I believe, because you were still up.
3: <laughs> I wasn't still up. I didn't see the sun come up, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it. Um, there was, was a. We tried to make the most of a bad situation Sunday night, so yeah. we went to a karaoke bar and sung. We sung our hearts uh, out, Tim House and. Joe Mashman took over the mic a little bit, so, uh, nah, it was, um, yeah, it's not what you play footy for, obviously, but it was just good to be around the boys that night. Uh,
0: all right, well, tell me, what is uh, what is the 2019 uh, Liston Medalist uh, karaoke song of choice?
3: <laughs> to be honest, I wasn't uh, fully indulging, I was, you know, I was sitting around having a chat to the boys, and my, uh, my karaoke performance would be something of... What you described as tone deaf, so <laughs> I didn't uh, take over the mic at all at any stage. Uh, but there were some belters. Not that I can really remember what was going on the guy.
0: I was going to say there would have been there. There's a few in that group that you mentioned who weren't shy about having a microphone in their hand. So that would have been uh, interesting. Hey, uh,
2: yeah, Tommy,
0: Tommy. I guess one of the things that came out of the list, and uh, not only your win, obviously, but it, it was uh, for, for those watching. And I watched it on uh, on the, the streaming on uh, online. Uh, is, is the team performance of the Werribee Football Club really shone through? I mean, you mentioned Jake winning uh, his medal, but then five players in the uh, in the in the team of the year, you winning the medal, uh, uh, Mickey running fourth. Just that whole uh, overall team performance says a lot about the footy
3: club. Yeah, it does. I think um, it's, been, it's been a huge year for the club. It really has. Um, you know, Johnny laid the foundation for us, and yep. Choco's come in and. Um, not reap the rewards, I suppose, because I suppose, he's implemented his own stuff and um, Choco's very much his own man and it's given us a new, new lease of life and um, we've gone to new heights and new levels this year. Um, each game this year was super competitive. The 17-point margin was our biggest loss all year. Sunday probably sums it up a little bit. We lose a close one, much like we did all year, probably shot ourselves in the foot with top four. But, you know, like, Rico, credit to him. He's been huge for us this year, isn't in as a 19-year-old, um, and he'll go on to far bigger things, I'm convinced, at the end of the year. Um, and then from an overall team perspective, to get five in the team of the year, which was the most out of any club reps um, in the league, is massive. And a couple more were uh, pretty stiff as well, like Ryan Hebrons and uh, Matty Munro in particular. So, yeah, um, yeah and Mika running fourth. I probably got fortunate in that way that he did only play 11 games so it might have been Barlow's list, and had he, had he not missed but yeah no a huge night for the club and just really good recognition for us I think across the board that our year was tremendous and I think Choco should have taken out uh, the coach of the year just quietly yeah
0: yeah that's yeah good point hey uh, you mentioned yeah. uh, you mentioned the phone's been ringing have there been uh, without giving too much away has there been any phone calls inquiring what you're doing in sort of uh, late October early November <laughs>
3: No, uh, some people, I guess people always think that winning an award like this might coincide with a little bit of extra interest, but at the end of the day, I think we have to remember it is an umpire's award. Um, the, the recognition you probably seek or crave is internally um, and, you know, like a club best and fairest and how your coaches think you're going throughout the year. Um, those things probably bring a little bit more truer and, what we, uh, what we prefer, but, um, in terms of AFL club interest, look, recruiters do their due diligence, um, throughout the year anyway. If your performances have been good enough, then, um, yeah, I guess you'll get that interest, but it's out of my control, really. Um, I'm not really expecting anything, and I've got things set in place, um, for the rest of my life. I've got a career path. I've got stuff outside footy. So, um, if things don't happen there, I don't have all my hopes pinned on footy. So, I think I'm in a pretty good place, and what will be will be, uh, Kev. Uh, yep. uh, if, yeah. yeah, if the phone does ring, I'll answer it, but, yeah, we'll see what happens.
0: Absolutely. No, really sensible approach to it, really mature approach to it. Uh, what about the body, mate? How's the body pulled up after another fairly gruelling season?
3: Um, yeah, body's good. I went to kick a ball on the weekend, and it sort of got smothered, and I think I collected someone's shin instead, so I hope their shin's all right, but the top of my foot's a little bit sore. I don't think there's anything major there. Um, a couple of beers probably didn't help the recovery of it <laughs> Sunday night. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's all good, which is pleasing. So, usually I come to the end of the year, my ankles and stuff are no good. But um, this year, hopefully I can get a bit of an earlier start in the off-season. We've got a staggered approach to pre-season. A few older boys rocking up um, around early December and on one of those. So, I'll enjoy a bit of an extended break, but oh. I'll, be, I'll be keeping... Pretty active, um, and I think from what I can gather from the dialogue I've had with some of the others in the group, like we're shattered to be not to not even be training this week. Like tonight, there's no training. I'm uh, annoyed with that. I'm shattered. There's no training tonight. Yeah. I think we, as a as a group, we just can't wait to get into next year, and because uh, uh, we can see what, what we are capable of for sure. Well, we
0: look forward to the uh, the Bruce Montgomery Trophy presentation like coming up on uh, Wednesday the twenty fifth. We'll see you at that one. Uh, and uh, just uh, just on the family thing, uh, is there another Gribble coming through that we might have to keep our eyes on as well from the in the TAC Cup program?
3: Yeah, uh, so there is. Um, unfortunately, at the moment, it looks like he might be bypassing the whole BFL system and going on to bigger things without putting the balls on him, of course. But yep. he's been uh, included in. Um, National Academy uh, for the AFL so for next year so he gets a chance to train with an AFL club for a week and all that sort of stuff so oh, he's going really well um, he's a bit more developed than what I was at that age and um, yeah he might be destined for far bigger things than what I what I've achieved so um, I you know you look at the the jumper presentations we do pre-game and stuff like that um, I would have loved to have presented a first game jumper to my brother down the track at, whenever that may be um, but, yeah, that might not eventuate now. So we'll see what happens, though, Kev. Absolutely. Good
0: on you, Tommy. Uh, congratulations again on the medal, mate. Uh, well done. Great season. Uh, didn't finish the way we all wanted it to finish, but, uh, you know, you've got a lot, a, a lot of stuff to take out of this season. And uh, we'll see you at the, uh, at the presentation night.
3: Well do, Kev. Okay. Can't wait for 2020. Cheers.
0: Well, thanks to Martin Carter, Mark Penaluna, and well done once again to Tom Gribble on a uh, terrific season. Uh, and we look forward to seeing uh, Tom and everyone at the uh, big presentation night, the Bruce Montgomery Trophy Night, Wednesday, September 25 at Churnsides by the River. 97416688 is the number. If you've got a celebration uh, coming up and you uh, are looking for a venue to hold it at, come and have a look, have a talk, check out uh, all their packages, and uh, I'm sure there'll be something there that'll suit you. double. 688 Gray Waste Management uh, we thank them for their great support 1300 267 4696 Skybus that's the way to get to the airport don't worry about any parking and all that stuff get jump on a skybus and get yourself to the airport they're fast they're frequent and it's very affordable, particularly for Werribee Footy Club members. And the Australian building company, ABC Homes, uh, you can check out their display village. Uh, They've got a terrific home at the display village there at uh, New Haven Display in Tarnit. They're making uh, great Australian homes. They're making them affordable again with a terrific offer for first-time buyers, so take advantage of that, the Australian building company. Uh, Thanks for listening to the podcast. Part two of our season review will be coming up uh, soon, and that will feature Mark Williams and Michael Sotomarco.